Hello and welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Kay. Join us as we peel back the later. Okay, can we restart that? <laughs> I feel like we should just keep going. Yeah. Okay. Gonna... <laughs> Are we ending? No, we're not. Join okay. us as we peel back the layers into a space of vulnerability, unscripted, unfiltered, a hundred percent us fully clothed <laughs> what please, a way to start <laughs> please keep in mind that uh, when we are recording this uh it is 9 45 p.m and we both have had a crazy day so uh bear with us anywho um so thanks for listening to our very catchy show tune of an intro <laughs> we need to pre-record that one maybe <laughs> nah it'll always be an adventure when you uh when you listen to us. All right, Mel, what is the topic for today? Mm, the topic. Let's talk about sex, baby. Not you and me, but, you know, <laughs> separate entities. <laughs> we're talking about sex today, people. Yep. Ooh, we're diving right in. <laughs> yeah. All so, right. Kaylin. Never have I ever. <laughs> Never. Oh, gosh. Anyone? <laughs> Grab your shot glasses. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, okay, Lynn. Where do we want to go with this? Because okay. let's be honest, we could this won't be the only episode. So let's talk about sex. And why don't we start with our current situations? Situations. Okay. So first of all, disclaimer. Um if you're related to me, please, please end this episode and pick a new one. <laughs> and yeah, if you're related to me or know me, listen at your own discretion. <laughs> totally. Okay. Yes. Current situation. So um, I am currently as single as a Pringle. We learned that in the last episode. Um, and I have, uh, oof. I've had a very fulfilling, crazy sex life, and I'm happy about it. I have had great sex uh, within my short amount of years on this planet, and I really enjoy sex a lot. So we can dive into that a little bit later. But uh, Mel, your current state of affairs. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know, I find it interesting, like the minute we were like, ooh, sex that was one of the topics or whatever we both were like because sex is such a forbidden topic or it's one that people like to um like sugarcoat Mm -hmm. because it's very vulnerable and um sometimes it's really hard to admit when things aren't aren't as they once were so here we go we're talking about sex. You've divulged your little bit. Um, sex, current. Um, it's interesting. When Ryan and I were dating, um, I used to say like, oh, we'll never be that couple, you know, that goes on and like, oh, when was the last time we had sex? And then kids entered our life. and. Um, not for lack of attraction. I think Ryan is just a babe. Uh, he used one of his friends 
things the other weekend called me a tight program. So that's good. That means I, I'm sexy, I guess. I'm a tight program. Um, but no, I, between children and feeling overtouched and um, hormone changes, which I mean, you don't really account for that when you're in your 20s and, you know, just living. Um, and for me, it was huge. So I would say we're slowly getting back slowly to having, um, sex more often, but there was guys, I kid you not. Um, there, there were years where it was very, like very sparse. And again, not because there was no attraction, just a lot of multifactorial things that made me feel like a really horrible wife. And then also played into Ryan's insecurities, I think a bit in the sense of he's not here. So obviously I'm just, but like, is it me? Is cause he asked me that. And I would say, no, it's not, it really isn't. But like, um, at one point I was watching five kids, like I was overtouched my hormones. I mean, you and I've talked about it. Like literally I just have zero, I had like zero sex drive, like zero. And that was our situation. Why can't I say situation tonight? Situation. Um, however, things are turning around, which is very nice. Hot diggity down. <laughs> um, but that's a little bit of our situation. And I mean, if you find yourself there, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that had kids and nothing changed, good for you. Oh man, I'm giving you claps because it is a tough spot to be in. Mm-hmm. Truly is. Um, but that's just life. And I think too, it really forces you to check the rest of your relationship and really strengthen the other parts because sex is a big part of a relationship. And when that's not there, and again, not there in the sense of like, not lack of attraction or anything, but just other external factors, like, like, I just thank God Ryan is my best friend. And cause yeah, it could have been tough. It was, but it could have been very tough. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that's a long story. And just to build off of your story, Mel, like it's it's honestly one of my favorite topics to talk about is sex because like I just am so genuinely like curious because the people that you least expect are the freakiest and that excites me I'm like wow really and then uh the people yeah it's just in everyone's sex life is so different like you know some people have sex once a week some people have it like once a year um some people not saying any names has it like twice a day and it's not me or mel just so we know (laughs) well maybe one day anyways yeah i'm like oh god my heart couldn't keep up (laughs) just kidding (laughs) anyways um so yeah everyone is so different and sex is such a touchy subject (laughs) no pun intended (laughs) um but uh what i have learned by talking to women is 
our bodies and our emotions and our hormones fluctuate so many times throughout our lifetime. Um, you know, like puberty, birthing a child, um, you know, getting pregnant, all of the things, uh, menopause, we are just on a wild roller coaster of being a stranger in our own body a lot of the times. And I think, um, sex for us and I don't want to put all women in the same category because we all have different things that tickle tickle our fancy but I I think statistically speaking and I have zero stats to prove this but statistically speaking (laughs) but statistically speaking um sex is very um psychological for us like we need to feel appreciated seen and comfortable uh and confident in order to do it a lot of the times. And I know that I have been in relationships where I haven't felt those things, but I still have sex out of obligation. And that was a huge thing that I learned about myself is like society really ingrained in my brain that like you have sex for the man and it is part of your job and we must please people. Um, please our partner. And I like there is such a difference for me having sex out of obligation and genuinely um, enjoying it and also having a partner that recognizes that it takes two to tango and not be selfish. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that that's been a huge thing. And uh, now to make it a little bit more personal. Um, <laughs> I've always had a very interesting relationship with sex. Um, it was always very shameful in the household that I was raised in because, I mean, the the year that I lost my virginity, uh, my Nana and my auntie bought me a purity ring that Christmas. And obviously they didn't know that I lost my virginity, but I was like, oh, my god i am the worst person on earth and um i didn't have a very good like losing my virginity story so you know i felt so much shame for what i had done but it also wasn't necessarily fully my choice of what of losing my virginity so it was just crippling of shame and then i just believed that i was bad and um it was sinful so then I became bad and I was like you know what fuck it like I'm just gonna have sex to have sex and I did and that's where I got a lot of my self-worth for so many years Mm. was um sex and that was my coping mechanism for a lot of years um so uh I can I can say that I've finally worked through that like I feel worthy um within myself I feel that love I feel that appreciation for myself but I think that it still kind of creeps up that it would be so much easier to comp- compromise my body to make someone else happy um I spent a lot of years in that in that space um but now I have very healthy relationships and stuff like that and and you know I respect myself a whole lot more but that got dark real real quick (laughs) 
talk about vulnerability. Um, but yeah, now in my current situation, I am single. And I think for so long, um, I just, yeah, I didn't have sex for me. And now I am having sex for me. And I am using my voice. And I am realizing that it is important for me to find benefit in sex as well. And let me tell you, I do. (laughs) Because uh, men are not mind readers. And Mm, they're really not. So you got to tell them what you want. And your voice is going to shake the first time you do it. But um, let me tell you. Once they figure out what you want and they get good at it, you're going to want to have sex a whole lot more. (laughs) Um, I find it when you said obligation. And so this was a big one for me um, in the current. I wouldn't say current. I'm not going to say current because I feel where we see the light. It's coming. Uh, But in the past. I would hear other partners talk about how, well, just do it, just do it for him. And I could never do that because in my head, I too deserve to enjoy the acts that we are engaging in together, whatever that is, um, for entertainment, if you want to say purposes. Um, and I, so I didn't do that, which made me feel like, horrible like really bad um I can't tell you guys like how many times like during the day like I would cry because I felt so bad that I just had no drive and like I I would look at myself in the mirror and be like what is wrong with you like you think your husband's a fox like you are the most confident in yourself that you have ever been like what everything else is there what is wrong with you that you can't even like simply just do it for him and I felt yeah it was uh, hard it was like uh, what what is right now seven guys I kid you not it's like seven years of ebb and flow but a lot of drought (laughs) you'll say like so this isn't like a one-year thing for us and I didn't want to talk to Ryan about it like what I already feel like a bad wife I don't want to sit here and make him feel bad or or worse yet have him say something that really hurts me um but the obligation piece was hard for me because yeah everyone would say well I'll just do it for him I don't what what do you mean? Like I matter too. Mm -hmm. And another big thing is what I learned is my love language is not physical touch. So like even looking back in my past relationships, um, I crave like the, uh, acts of service that to me is like, Oh, oh, hot damn. (laughs) Right. Words of affirmation, physical touch, isn't a big love language for me. Mm -hmm. So when there was the hormone shift and the overtouched, naturally for me, physical touch just 
fell off the radar because that's not my prominent love language. And bless Ryan, because that is his love language. So Ryan, I know you'll be listening to this. (laughs) You are amazing. And I find you like to be a very tight program. So (laughs) I love you. (laughs) And I see the light, babe. I see it. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Mel question, because I I have never um, had a child before. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Um, so that you keep on talking about this hormone shift is there um like obviously your body's changes hormones like Mm -hmm. hormones change and all of the things but could you get your home hormones tested did you like okay yeah so I have like low testosterone Mm -hmm. level that's like and then my estrogen it like fluctuates so um and a big a big storm for my body was having Rowan and then him being three months. So I'm three months postpartum. And then I got pregnant with Avery. So not only was I dealing with the three month postpartum hormone, whatever, then all of a sudden I got pregnancy hormones and a fucking storm hit my body. So sex is one of the pieces, my sex drive. And then my mental health was a huge piece throughout the years because when I'm depressed and sad, again, I, there's like, it's obliterated the drive. <laughs> and mm-hmm. So yes, you can hundred percent get tested. I have a great natural path and we've um, like, I'm on a supplement right now. I don't know what it is, but we'll probably talk about this again. <laughs> just to try to get the sex drive back. And you said something profound to me, one of our sleepovers. And I'm trying in my head because I was like, oh, I have to. Like, yeah, I should. I have to. And you said, like, what if you just said, I don't have to, I get to, or I want to. I'm like, oh, damn it. Using my, because that's what I tell everyone about movement. You don't have to, you get to. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that was, but I don't want to. But I've been trying and I've been wording it that way in my head, not out loud. Obviously, I don't look at Ryan and be like, I get to have sex with you. (laughs) But but it's huge. Like, Mm -hmm. and I'm, yeah. So that's one of the shifts that's happened. And then daily movement, nourishing my body, right? Just all the things. Mm -hmm. And also a book that I bought for Christmas for Ryan. But we can talk about that later. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I also bought that book, but then did you? Yeah, but then me and that man broke up. <laughs> it's the adventure <laughs> because cha- of the book. <laughs> it's the adventure challenge in bed, mm-hmm. and I highly recommend it. We've only done well. We've only actually done one, but we scratched off another one, and it's just we never got to it, but because we just had. We fiddled, we fiddled it all. <laughs> that's that's what I call sex. <laughs> oh my god, you didn't make it to the challenge. No, we didn't make it because yeah. I mean, that's a good sign, hey? Yeah, that's yeah. working. Yeah. yeah. P.S. Adventure book challenge sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I highly, re- I do highly recommend it. 
mm-hmm. um, just to add, even, even if you are the couple that has sex every single day, the book will, it just gives you a little extra spark. Like I have, obviously we haven't scratched them all, but just reading some of the like titles of them, you're like, what is this one? <laughs> yeah. And I think that you just like, when you get comfortable with someone, you just get into a routine and it's like, it's, this is like a really, um, safe way of introducing new things into it. Um, yeah. because it's not coming from just one person. You're both willing to do these things and you scratch it off. And then if you're like, that's a hard no for me, then yeah. you move on. Yeah. And it pushes you outside your comfort zone because I know for sure one of them is going to be dressing up and being mm-hmm. like sexy. Uh, and I can move my hips in class, mm-hmm. but you strap on lingerie and I'm the most awkward buffalo ever <laughs> to be on this planet. Oh my God. I don't know. I saw your chair strip to you. <laughs> well, you didn't, you didn't strip. It was like a chair dance. Oh gosh. Dancing with a chair is what I'd call it. <laughs> oh yeah. But <clears throat> yeah. Does any of this scare you, Kaylin? Or do you find it fascinating, like talking about marriage, like having kids? How do you, what are your views? Do you have any even, or you're just like, I don't even know. No, I've always been very grateful because I've had very, um, very unfiltered uh, women in my corner that have told me everything um, about their childbirth and their sex and their husbands and all of the things that I'm just like, I feel like I could come into a, uh, marriage. Not that you're ever prepared or, you know, how it's going to go, but I feel like I can come in well-prepared in the sense of like, oh, okay, this is normal. I know Mm so-and-so and she went through that. And so this is okay. You know, mm-hmm. whereas it, whereas when you were just looking yourself in the mirror and you're like, what is wrong with me? If you would have had a friend that was going through the exact same thing and be able mm-hmm. to relate to someone, you'd be like, okay, there is actually a chemical imbalance in me or like my mental health isn't right or my hormones are low. Or maybe it's the fact that I have five children um, to touch me all day and I'm always like, on like you always have to be thinking about the next thing that it's so hard to slow down your brain enough to be in the present moment with your husband and even fathom him wanting to touch you like that's that's rough like you know and and I think that that's such a common thing with stay-at-home parents that like kids are needy and so it's normal and it's okay and I think yeah it doesn't scare me marriage used to petrify me because my parents are divorced, but like, and like statistics really don't it do marriage justice. Like, um, I think I'm scared of marriage for other reasons, mm-hmm. but I also haven't found that person. So, and I'm yeah. way more open to it now because I'm older and mature and don't need to have crazy sex anymore. <laughs> you might just be one that just stays the same though. Who knows? And you know what, honestly, um, you, I love 
this because on a lot of topics like you and I are very similar in a lot of ways but we're very different in other ways and and that's what I love and I think that that's what we can offer to our our listeners is because like you're talking about uh like a low sex drive low testosterone and I'm like I have always had extremely high testosterone like the hair that grows on my body is rough okay so when I was born, my dad was like, this was his first comment when he saw little baby Kaylin. Is that a gorilla? He thought I was a freaking monkey because I was so hairy. Anyways, so since birth, probably too high of testosterone. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, for the longest time, I just believed that, you know, I was promiscuous. I was, I was like slutty and it turns out like no sex is a very natural want and desire and part of our basic needs Mm -hmm. and um I was also told that you know it's inappropriate to touch yourself and heaven forbid you ever masturbate so what was a girl supposed to do like and I know that we will have a topic on masturbation so we'll try not to get into that but like let me tell you it's just been friggin' recently that I've been okay enough to do that. And that's where I've been getting my self-respect and understanding that it is okay and it is necessary for me to feel pleasure while having mm-hmm. sexual relations. And that's why I have great sex, okay? Because I friggin' touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> that song? I can't remember. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Mel, I can't believe we're talking about all of these things. Like when she's like, we'll be vulnerable and open. I'm like, yeah, of course I am an open book. Like this is going to be easy. It's different when you don't even know the people that are going to be listening to this. And now you know that I had a drought many years and Ryan, I asked Ryan specifically, is there anything that's off top, like off the top, like topic talk conversations? And he's like, no. Yeah, uh-huh. until he listens to these podcasts and was like, I can't believe you guys would have ever went there. Like, what yeah. the frig? Oh, no, he knows us, Kaylin. He's listened enough. He knows. It's just, and- it's it's like the world. Like, you know, the world can hear this. And I just keep on bringing myself back to my why. Like, why are we doing this? And we are doing this for those women that are looking themselves in the mirror and absolutely tearing themselves apart because they think something is wrong with them. And they're going to listen to this podcast. They're going to have tears in their eyes and they're going to know there is nothing wrong with me. I feel this way because of X, Y, and Z. And you might not even know why it is, but it's a fact like it is in your life. It is your reality. So yeah. even if you don't know it, you could sit there and I'm throwing all these things out there. It might be something else. Like who knows, but that really forces you as an individual to really look inward and tap into yourself mm-hmm. and ask your, like, I did have to go down like, like, well, am I happy? Like where I am? It because it, you're like what is wrong with me mm-hmm. like I don't have a freaking clue and I am like and that's the thing like it, it was like no you are like so mm-hmm. what what is wrong and I really hope too that maybe partners will listen to this and maybe understand that the person you marry um on either spectrum 
will not be the same person in five years, in 10 years, in 15. You are both going to grow. Things are going to shift. Things are going to change. Illnesses might present themselves. And you like, you have to work at every area of your relationship because when things go like, for instance, sex, like Ryan and I really had to tap into the other parts of our marriage. And I mean, I love the man for it. Like he, he never once, and this would be my um, thing to say to partners, Ryan never once made me feel like a bad wife. He never once made me feel like it was an obligation to make him happy in the, in the bedroom. He never once pushed me, forced me, got mad at me. Like, and that was, and is huge because that, even though I didn't realize at the moment, let me know that there was nothing wrong. Like it was okay. And that would be my advice to partners, like really tap into your wife Um, or it could be roles reversed too, like, or your spouse, your partner and see how they are, how they're doing. Ask the questions, not like Ryan asked me questions. Like, is it me? Like, what can I do? All of this stuff. And honestly, my answer was, no, it's not you. I don't know what you can do because I don't even want to touch myself. (laughs) So like literally, um, but just have patience, uh, I don't know where I was going with this. Gosh darn it. And give your partner some grace. Yeah. And knowing each other's love languages. Um, but it did also get to a point, guys, that I didn't kiss Ryan goodnight sometimes because I knew if I kissed him, then maybe he would think that we were going to have sex. And I just knew I didn't have it in me to be something. And this is going to hit some people the wrong way. But I was someone to five little people, three, five all day. I didn't have it in me to be something for someone else mm-hmm. in that moment. Cause I was done. And that doesn't make me a bad wife. That doesn't make me a bad person. That makes me human. That was my reality. And it is what it is. However, with that being said, I've tried my darndest a whole bunch of different things to try to get my sex drive back. So like I'm, I've been trying to work on it throughout this whole course of seven years, but here we are. I was told by a friend, Tina, Tina, yes, Tina forties is where it's at. So, okay. <laughs> Rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. Mel. Uh what okay so you keep on saying or you don't you said that you can see the light Uh (laughs) what what is making it great now other than the adventure book I wouldn't even say it's the adventure book because we really haven't done the adventure book (laughs) like everything in this journey I have no real answer for you Mm -hmm. Um, it might be like, I stopped watching my nephews in January. 
So I don't, there's two less kids. Um, I have mornings to myself, three different, right? So does that play a factor? Most likely, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I'm taking, oh, M-A-C-A, maca, maca powder. That's what I'm taking that every day. Is it that? Probably something to do with that. Um, but not like Ryan hasn't changed a single thing. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't, so I can't be definitive on what it is. All I know is we've probably had more sex in the last month and a bit than almost all of last year. So <laughs> things are real good. Yeah, like it's starting, it's coming back. Yeah. But and like, I think maybe what it could be is like you are filling yourself back up so that you can be someone to someone. Maybe I don't want to speak for you, but like, you know what? A hundred percent. Like the fact that I have three mornings solo is unreal. And I'm still doing work things, but it's quiet. It's calm. I can have my yogurt and berries and not have to go to the bathroom and wipe bums all the time. Right. Um, so that is a huge factor for sure. Um, I'm saying, um, now last podcast, I said like a lot. Now I'm saying, um, <laughs> cause, cause I'm trying to think of thoughts and mm-hmm. answers, but yeah, Ryan's done nothing different. Like Ryan is still the same amazing Ryan. You guys, I'll pump his tires a lot because I'm very lucky. So, um, 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 just, I always held out faith that it would come back and like everything that I'm trying to do. Oh my gosh, Kaylin, you're massaging your head. (laughs) I'm trying not to rush it. I don't want to rush anything. I don't want. I I'm about realness and I don't want it to be forced or faked fake Mm -hmm. because that's where you fall into trouble for me anyways. And that's why I never did anything out of obligation because I want it to be real. Mm -hmm. I want mine and Ryan's relationship to be real, nothing forced, nothing forced, nothing faked, just a hundred percent us. And so I and naked. not afraid. Naked, not afraid. Unscripted, <laughs> unfiltered, fully unclothed. <laughs> Hot and steamy. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. I feel like we should wrap this up. Mel, favorite sex position. Oh, and there's another topic we could get into because after having kids, they destroyed certain areas. So what was once favorite is kind of painful now. Favorite what was time. one's favorite? Mm. Oh, I really enjoyed like, <laughs> mom, if you're listening to this, please, please stop now. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. <laughs> if you're still listening, this is your fault now. <laughs> On top. Oh, yeah. Like you could just hand on the chest. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that people are going to listen to this now. Oh my gosh. <sighs> yes. But <laughs> anyways, that's not the most comfortable now because kids 
you know, but Kaylin. Oh, but now current one, yeah. My current one. I'm really enjoying just the flip around. Like the forced, he just flips you around and like grabs your hips from behind. Oh, like yeah. Like- yeah. You know, you're on your back and then he looks at you. You wouldn't know what Ryan looks like and it flips you around. You're like, oh. Oh, and then okay. Gotcha. Yeah. What's your, yeah, what's yours, Kaylin? Because I just said two. This is, oh gosh, people. Okay, but when he ever flips you around, has he ever, um, like, stood on the ground while you're on the bed on your knees? Yes, that's also not very comfortable for me right now, though. Gotcha. Yeah. So we've had to, and this is where speaking up for yourself is huge. Because mm-hmm. I I didn't speak up for myself until all of this started happening. Like, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I have to let him know. Like, nope. Back mm-hmm. the truck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, while we're on that topic of in that position while, like, the, the dude's standing and having sex with you from behind, I had an ex-boyfriend that was, like, what what did you say i I cannot believe this is going out into the world (laughs) mel we're gonna change lives i don't even care now at this point like here we are you called me i was almost asleep and now i'm fired right the frig up (laughs) anyways so when you're in that position he's standing behind you that used to be one of my ex-boyfriends favorite position because i'd used to do like this little booty bounce and like it would drive him wild but i hated that position i hated it so much and i just kept on doing it because it would fire him right up and it would make me feel good but it would actually hurt my insides (laughs) (laughs) then finally um well we broke up and then i started sleeping with him again and then I just had nothing left to lose and I was like listen I don't like that position we're doing it my way (laughs) and then we had phenomenal sex and we were both pleasured so moral of the story speak up anyways and there's a lot of give and take in in sex too I find uh my favorite position 100% hands down oof uh works like a charm is I'm on top they're thrusting from underneath me and my jesus i love my nipples being touched (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna snort (laughs) either either we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna attract a whole lot of listeners or we're gonna lose them all (laughs) but this is reality like i mean this is real life. Yep. I mean, this is it. <laughs> and this is this is fact. And I wish more people talked about sex and the veracity in which they have drive or the one in which they don't. Mm-hmm. Like sex is a normal part of life for most of us. Mm-hmm. And it can be done so many different ways. Mm-hmm. right in so many different places yeah <laughs> that too um the dr seuss book up in here <laughs> oh the places we will go <laughs> up here down there everywhere no not there 
<laughs> that is a one-way street. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I think the moral of, of the story of the story of this podcast is wherever you are in your sex life, um, however it's coming to you, however. <laughs> God, Keelan, I knew I was going to say that. (laughs) However, you are not alone, no matter where you are in that realm of your life. There is going to be at least one person out there. And if you're someone who's like me, who is me, who wants to talk more, like I, I am an open book, clearly now, since the world knows things. Um, and I, I am be more than happy to talk to you, to listen. <clears throat> so, you know, you're not alone and there's nothing, you're not defective. You're not a bad wife. You're not a bad human. You're not a bad partner. Like you are, you are just human and this is your reality. That would be my hope for this. And also don't be scared to talk about your sex. I mean, obviously don't talk about your sex life at like a little ladies luncheon if you're, but don't be scared to talk about it. And if someone asks you like, how's your sex life? Don't be ashamed to be like, not great right now. Mm-hmm. That's no indication on you as a person or your relationship. Mm-hmm. Because according to mine and Ryan's sex life, like we probably should have been divorced, Mm -hmm. but we're not because that had no, like that wasn't all we were. Yep. Yeah. And on the flip side of this, more of the story from a single person's point of view, (laughs) um, Man, I've learned so much about sex. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy. And the, like how far I've come has been amazing. Like I literally just honestly thought that the man was in control and you just do whatever needs to be done. And it wasn't until one of my best friends uh, said to me like, well, if you don't like it, just say that and like, tell them what you do like. And it was almost like, you know, I've been such a strong, confident person in all areas of my life, but sex was so vulnerable to me that I couldn't speak my truth. And until I got that power, like I was never actually fully um, satisfied. So I think that sex is different for a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. I think that people can have sex without emotions. I think that people can have uh, passionate sex. I think that it can make a relationship. It can break a relationship. It can do all sorts of things. It is good. It is bad. It is all of the stuff, Mm -hmm. but what it is to you is, um, whatever it needs to be. And there is no shame in that. If it feels right in your mind, body, and soul, then it is right. Um, you know, I used to shame myself all the time because, um, you know, I've been single for a while now, like kind of in and out of relationships. And I have this tendency, like, oof, I hope none of my ex-boyfriends are listening to this. <clears throat> I have this tendency <laughs> to reduce, reuse, and recycle. 
So I I kind of um hang out with my ex-boyfriends for far too long. But uh the good thing about that is I'm very honest with them with what I need out of that relationship and what we are doing. Um so that's something to maybe consider is being completely open and honest and um you can have sex with emotions but also know that you don't need to label it i don't know you do you and other people if that's what floats your boat well said mel save me here (laughs) is that why you named your business triple r coaching (laughs) oh different r's different r's yeah sex is different for everyone that's just how it is don't compare yourself to anyone don't judge anyone you don't know someone's situation you don't know someone's relationship you don't know anyone that's life in general judgments chuck them out the window because you don't know a person's life lived past nothing so literally do you Mm -hmm. hold out no I'm gonna erase that I don't even know what I was gonna say with hold out just you do you mm-hmm. and don't be ashamed of who you are word yeah, yeah. so I feel like <clears throat> this topic will definitely come up again and we do have a plan to talk about masturbation um so it's just gonna get weirder and cringier and I'm can wholeheartedly say I'm probably not going to listen to this podcast and this one over again. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Uh, Yeah, this was a vulnerable one. I haven't told many people and I don't pretty sure Ryan hasn't told anyone. So (laughs) it's out there now. Yeah. I literally think there's, there is not a single soul in this world that has known that I lost my virginity the same year I got a freaking purity ring. So that's why I love that song so much. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. You might not like her, but I do. Yeah. 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 If she threw away her pure, pure. Pure, purity ring in yeah. the airport, I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know what else too? I was just, just came to my head. If you know me, I'm a very vibrant and outgoing person. So for me also not to have a sex drive was very odd because I am a very energetic. So it went against everything that I was as a, like literally a being. I've got energy for days that I'd love to share with everyone. So um, I just want to say also don't judge a book by its cover. Mm -hmm. That goes with no judgment because you don't know what's happening inside um and externally Mm -hmm. because that might come as a shock if there's some people listening to this they might be like whoa what hey that's my life Mm -hmm. and here we are and you just got a really good taste of what naked and a little bit afraid is about because we came in just knowing we were going to talk about sex because that's a topic that was given to us so Mm-hmm. And here we are <clears throat> oversharing and uh, really leaning into vulnerability. But we promised you this, and here we are delivering it, even though I'm like, I might need a quick puke after this. <laughs> my God. <laughs> if my mom's still listening, why? 
<laughs> why? <laughs> We're curious creatures and you can't shame her. Like, no, I know. You know, needs, I know. She, she, Mel, she probably has had sex in her lifetime. You never what? know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So that's that. So maybe don't share this one with your friends. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if someone came to your mind, yeah. share this with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you're still having sex with your ex-boyfriends, me too, girl. <laughs> well, folks, it's 1032 now. Okay. Yeah. We are going to sign off and, uh, as always, we want to hear from you, so please don't be uh, afraid to reach out to us. Uh, in the show notes, I think we're going to actually add some information on how to contact us this time. Oh, so. yes. We're going to do that. And keep checking your <laughs> things you want us to talk about. As you found out, we will just talk away about anything. So, yeah. And not like my ego really needs this one because I feel like I've just hit a hu- had a huge vulnerability um, hit. So... If this resonated with you <laughs> at all, we would love to hear from you, okay? <laughs> oh, oh man, okay. Well, we actually had a lovely listener who came up with the best ending line for our podcast. So I'm good. You good to go? Uh, are we going to give her a shout out? Oh, yeah. Lynette Bartlett. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, so do you want to say it? Do you want me to say it? I think we could uh, say it together and see what happens. Yeah, I'm going to count to three, but I'm going to throw my fingers not into the mic. <laughs> Thanks for on that. Okay, there was a delay. Okay, one, two, three. Thanks, Thanks for, for stripping, stripping with us. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Thanks for stripping with us. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Thanks yeah. for, if you listen to the end, thank you for listening to the end. And thank you for being here. Thanks for getting naked and vulnerable with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, till next time, my friends. Mm-hmm.